Here on the ground, change happens fast. Problems feel frequent and urgent. It's loud and anxiety runs high. From a satellite view, the Earth looks the same as it did thousands of years ago. We've been here before. Let's learn from our past and shoot for a better future. In 2004, I built a small business around an invention of mine, and since then I've developed other products in this industry. It's kind of an unknown industry of architectural testing. We do make equipment that does uh, water spray testing on windows and doors and some other types of, of architectural testing. And we're the only company really in the world that sells equipment for this. It's a small enough industry. My invention, I'm never going to sell it in Target or anything, but... In this industry worldwide, it's doing extremely well because the industry is small enough that nobody wants to compete with us. It's a very small business. It's ran by my wife, Heidi, and I, and uh, we are doing quite well. We're living very comfortably. In 2015, I bought a, a used motorcycle, but it was still a really nice motorcycle, and I was able to pay $8,000 in cash. I didn't have to make payments or take out a loan. I just found this motorcycle, went and bought it and handed the guy $8,000. A couple years later, the Trump tax scam got passed through Congress that cut taxes on the wealthy. We were making enough money that we saved about $8,000 that year. And my argument is, okay, so I obviously did not need this tax cut in order to afford to buy a motorcycle. But now that I own this motorcycle that I did not need your $8,000 to buy, I wish that my $8,000 went into a kitty of all the other wealthy people's 8000 and more dollars, many more, to fix the roads so that I can ride my f***ing motorcycle. Because at the moment, I completely avoid the main highway that goes between where I live and Minneapolis. If I ride my motorcycle into Minneapolis, I take alternative routes. Because the main highway is in such bad condition, it's in some places dangerous, actually, I think, to ride a motorcycle. You hit a bump, it'll throw you right off or break your back. That's my argument about taxes. As a matter of fact, because of the crumbling infrastructure, the largest cost to my business is shipping. We don't have a shop where you come in and buy something. We do all of it online, and very few products are even sold within driving distance of us. We ship things all over the world. And our shipping costs get raised quite a lot each year because of the crumbling infrastructure. Republicans refuse to raise enough revenues to basically run the world. Therefore, small businesses, it makes it really hard and more expensive for us to operate. And we need people to have enough money in their pockets to buy our stuff. So Republicans do not have small business in their interests at all. I'm going to read you something that came out on April 27th, 2017. President Trump's plan to overhaul the federal tax code threatens to fall disproportionately on residents of liberal-leaning states, a short-term boost for state governments that could turn into a long-term drag. Most states have tied their tax codes closely to the federal code. Since the federal income tax was first levied in 1913, 
Taxpayers have been able to deduct the state and local taxes they pay from their federal taxable income. Taxpayers who live in states with higher tax rates are able to deduct more from their federal taxes than those who live in states with lower rates. Trump proposed back in 2017 ending that state and local tax deduction. Experts who reviewed Trump's outline said that will mean higher taxes for those who live in states with more progressive tax codes. California, New York, Oregon, New Jersey, and Minnesota. All states, of course, that did not vote for Trump in 2016. He puts out a vendetta for people that didn't vote for him. He wants to raise the taxes on people that didn't vote for him and lower the taxes on people that did. Now, the reason I'm telling this story today is because today, our money guy, who helps us with our taxes, he said today, hey, this Trump tax deductibility thing is going away. And you guys are probably going to save thousands, thousands of dollars this year. So we're small business owners who were paying thousands and thousands more dollars in taxes because of the Trump administration. And that's only because we live in a quote-unquote blue state. And it drives me crazy that everyone thinks the Republicans are the ones looking out for small business and small business owners, because it's absolutely opposite. talk about paid family and medical leave. I was uh, ridiculed by Republican state legislators in Minnesota a few years ago. I don't know how many times I went down and testified in favor of paid family and medical leave here in Minnesota. The Democrats have been trying to pass it for more than 10 years, and Republicans have been blocking it. By the way, Republicans have been blocking broadband expansion in this state as well. When they regained power few years ago, we had just come out with a study here in Minnesota of a budget of a little more than $100 million to expand broadband statewide to every corner of the state. My argument was my business wouldn't survive without good broadband because all of our business is done online. And I want somebody who's an entrepreneur who might have a, an idea like mine, well, not, not exactly like mine, I don't want competition. <laughs> but who might have an idea for a small business and they should have the same benefits that I do without having to move out of their town. So in rural Minnesota, you know, they don't have any young people because they don't have broadband. <laughs> so we came up with a study that was finished just before Republicans took power in 2015. And they put aside in their budget exactly $0 to expand broadband. And they got spanked so hard by rural towns in Minnesota that, of course, they claim to be the only party who cares about rural areas. Well, towns were yelling so much about it and making, you know, writing into newspapers and just making a huge outcry about it, so much so that Republicans had to change that number in their budget. They changed it from zero to 10 million, one tenth, less than one tenth of what was needed. 
Now, of course, if we did a study, like, and by the way, they wasted all the money it took to do that study. A study was like a three and a half year long study. So that's one thing here in Minnesota that's aggravating about how Republicans talk about that they're, they support both rural Minnesota and small business owners. Paid family and medical leave, they say, oh, well, workers are going to take advantage of that. And my argument is, I don't hire the kind of people that would take advantage of that. I mean, who are you hiring? Complete jerks who cheat you out of money? I mean, what are you doing? How do you run your business? I don't hire people that would do that to me. I treat my workers well. I pay them well. So here's a story about paid family and medical leave. I had an employee a few years ago, and he was a very important employee. He ran our shop. He was our shop supervisor, and he needed a hip replacement. He was going to be gone for, you know, two and a half months. And I paid him in full for those two and a half months. It costs a few thousand dollars to pay him to stay home and convalesce. If we would have had paid family and medical leave in Minnesota, it would have cost me the equivalent of buying a cup of coffee at uh, Starbucks for that employee once a week. For each employee... The amount that you as a business owner would have to pay in to support this paid family and medical leave plan came to about the cost of a medium cup of coffee at Starbucks once a week, not every day, once a week. And I made that argument and I was ridiculed by Republican lawmakers who are supposed to be working for me, by the way. They're not supposed to, they're supposed to be listening to me and be polite to me because I'm a citizen who's testifying at the Capitol, and I have a right to do that, and they were ridiculing me, saying I don't know how to run a business, even though I've ran an extremely successful business for 18 years now. They don't care about small business owners. I think they all saw my name and occupation. You know, Todd Mickelson, small business owner from Orono, which is about 25 miles west of Minneapolis and is a very, very affluent community. It's by Lake Minnetonka. And it's pretty huge. I don't have a big McMansion, but there's a lot of big McMansions. There's a lot of multimillionaires who live on Lake Minnetonka. So it ends up that, you know, uh, there are very poor people who live in this community as well. But there are a lot of very rich people. So I'm sure the Republicans were like, oh, great. An an old white guy from Orono who's a business owner is going to testify. I'm sure he's going to be testifying against paid family and medical leave. And then I testify in favor of paid family and medical leave. I tell a story that everyone can relate to and understand, and they get mad. They're a bunch of crybabies. And they don't know how to argue against a good story. So they got all aggravated, and they had to ridicule me. I had testified at the Capitol before, and I had never seen anything like it. The audience was a gasp because nobody in the gallery of that uh, committee hearing that day had ever seen anything like it. I kind of helped people by uh, holding their hand and sort of kind of training you on how to go and testify at the Capitol and what you can expect, you know, because we were trying to influence other small business owners to go and testify on matters like this. And I always used to tell them, don't worry, they're going to be super nice to you. It's not in their political best interest to be mean to anybody. So even the people who disagree with you are going to be very polite and they're going to thank you for coming because you're a citizen and you have a right to go testify. I've never seen any legislator 
even the worst, meanest legislators ever treat a citizen testimony with anything other than politeness. And that's what I used to tell everybody. And then and then I got ridiculed. These guys were saying, you don't know what you're doing. One guy said, um, this is not a, a valid testimony. This guy is... This guy doesn't know what he's talking about, and he doesn't know how to run a business. They, more than one of them said, you don't know how to run a business. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I had to change how I, what I told people when they were going to testify. Because Republicans in the Trump era have just become a huge bunch of fucking assholes. I'm just going to clean up my language. I mean, so a bunch of... Uh, putrid, crybaby, vile pieces of dung. How's that? Cleaning up my language. That's my whole thing about uh, small business owner and, and how Republicans are not, uh, they don't stand up for small business owners. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to A Satellite View. I'm Todd Mickelson. Go to toddmickelson.com and we'll see you again soon. been listening to A Satellite View with Todd Mickelson. Go to toddmickelson.com for links and more information.